0: Bitstorm, a comedy game design podcast by two guys who know nothing about comedy nor game design. I'm Ben Slinger, and with me, as always, is Travis Scott. Hello. Somewhere there, somewhere over the rainbow, that is two train lines away, approximately uh, two train stations away.
1: Yeah, Trevor. Like yeah. What are we doing this week? Click pitch. Because it's a game where we each have... Click pitch? I say click pitch. Stupid <laughs> stupid. Malcolm's internet dropped out bloody... the, the But I said it. You'll hear yeah. it when you edit it. <laughs> so click pitch is a game where we each have a random word generator in front of us. On the count of three to one, we're going to click refresh, get those words, throw them at each other, make a game baby, and... Then throw it out with the bathwater. Yeah.
0: Make it game baby, carry it a long way. I don't know. I haven't played Death Stranding yet, but I hear
1: it's about carrying babies. I heard it's quop.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's do it.
1: So do you click? Regulation. Device. Ooh. Okay, is this
0: the a device that has to meet regulations or a device? Through which you enforce. Regulations. I do kind of like the
1: idea of it being a a game in which you're making devices, kind of just willy nilly mm-hmm. throwing th- throwing shit together, and it just has to meet like regulations. So you know that in this in this thing, there's yeah. got to be 13 caps, and there's got to be you know seven resistors. It doesn't really matter what the what it actually is. It's just that's what you have to meet. But it gets faster and faster and faster. So, yeah. you're just sort of throwing shit in there, just trying to get, trying to make these things.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay. I I I, could, I like that. I, I'm picturing a VR oh, yeah. game um, because I like the idea of just, you know, you can sort of hold something in one hand and you're sort of attaching things onto it. And, yeah, the regulations are- They come up on the screen. Maybe they even get revealed as you're building it. Like, you're building something. It's like, okay, it has to be at least- 27 centimeters in one dimension. Yeah. So, you know, you grab some pipes, you grab some, um, the casing, you know, you hook this stuff up together. It's like, all right, I, I got something that's, that's uh, 30 centimeters long. And then the next one comes and it's like, must, uh, you know, um, have a power, like take a 110 volt power or something. Like it's got a, a, a regulation on the particular yep. type of power thing that it needs, and so then it's like, oh, okay. Now I've got to find somewhere on this thing to put whatever a power transformer or a, yeah. You've basically you've got those different things that come up, and each time a new one
1: comes, it's it's possibly going to mess you up depending yeah, on how, how you've, you've been building so the far. other things so far. Because um, I think each time that you build, like it's sort of like, okay, the first thing was in the prototyping phase had to be over twenty-seven centimeters in one dimension. Um, so you you send that off. Then the next one you have to have to supply the power, so you've you've got the you've oh, right thing like, and now, new, you, now you've now you got yep. this is the power where we're placing it. And you send it off. And basically as long as it matches. So are you
0: building it from scratch each time though, or does it have to somewhat match the I the think it's building one? it
1: from scratch each time, but it's um it's sort of like once once you've sort of positioned something, um, that's where they expect it to go from now on. Okay, so you kind of get a little uh uh, yeah, like ghost of, outline or something. Of it's it's kind of like one of those, you, have to- um, you know, the Simon Says repeating game in which you got like red, red, yellow, red, yellow, blue, and you're basically as as you're building it up each time, you you're now adding the next piece on. But um, the time limit's getting yeah. shorter and shorter and shorter for each one. So in the end, you're sort of just grabbing shit, just throwing it in as quickly as possible. <laughs>
0: Well, I like that. Yeah, okay. Uh I do like that in a in a way. I I'd, I I feel like cuz what I'm sort of picturing is that different uh you'll have like connector pieces and it's like okay, I can I can put this one on there and it's going to have you know, four different connection points on it that I can then put other bits onto. Um, and maybe some bits. It might be different in different ways. Like some might have a hollow inside that you can fit something into, like a power source or a light or whatever. And so, there are different ways to do that. But you're, as you go, as you put each new piece on, you're, you're like trading off against, you know, okay, if I put this one on there that's got three attachment points you know all in the one direction then yes i might be able to make it long but i'm not going to be able to fit like larger things on there because they're going to collide uh you know because the the three connection points are fairly close together whereas if i fit them in you know in, that they're at the right angles to each other i'm going to be able to fit more things on there but it's going to make it wider and there might be a regulation that comes along that says it has to be a certain like within a certain width or something or or it just makes or it just means that i you know y- you have Yep. Certain other limitations,
1: and I was thinking before when you said, um, you know, twenty-seven centimeters in one dimension. I'm thinking, what would twenty-seven centimeters of time look like? <laughs>
0: <laughs> if time is the yeah, fourth dimension, well, that, that's like the the high the high levels where you're building a four-dimensional <laughs> device. Yeah. <laughs> So at least at one point in time it has to be twenty seven centimetres <laughs> over the the, the the course of this device, which yeah. L- 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 yeah, anyway, I'm not gonna go further down that fucking rabbit hole. But yeah, I-, I like this idea of sort of you're surrounded by different containers of of bits. And I don't know whether you have it that you just have limited types of bits per level. Uh, and so it's just sort of the combination you put them together, or if you've just got this massive choice of like, here's all my kind of connection bits, here's all my casing bits, here's all my power bits, here are all my lights, here are all my, you know, miscellaneous outputs and inputs, and, 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 and you've literally just got it's wide open how you build yep. this thing. But yeah, the time, you've, you've got this time limit, or at least look maybe, even not a time limit, it's like, how yeah, I'm kind of picturing that this time. is going to be
1: kind of like, if you remember that game that we played in vr the house uh, like the ikea construction thing um i'm kind mm-hmm. of seeing it mm-hmm. like that that you know you can sort of connect it up to any one of these sort of places there's lots of different connection points in this in this initial thing and then you know you're sort of following along with basic instructions that you've sort of come up with that you've almost created and then I think, yeah, you could have like a construction mode and then you've got a, a like speed building mode that is sort of like the crazy um, starts off with one coming down and you've got a minute to, minute to do it. And then you've got the next one coming down yeah. and it's like 59 seconds and then 58 seconds.
0: <laughs> so I think, yeah, I think the main mode is like you have the regulations and, and they, they add up over time or it's just, or it may just be, okay, you've got two minutes and it's like, all right. You build something within these regulations. Okay, now build something within these regulations. You know, it could just be a different set every time. Um, and whether you, again, whether you limit the pieces realistically, gameplay wise, you probably want to start them with a relatively small number of pieces and add them over time. I'm I'm
1: seeing it like, Um, oh, now you got to add a volume knob. Now you add like an LCD display. There you go. You've got an amplifier. And it's like, that goes out. And then it's like, okay, now you got a disc tray and a, and a, and a laser and, you know, a button for play and, You know, that's a CD player.
0: Yeah, something like that. Look, I don't even know that the the devices themselves need to act like anything functional. Uh, I mean, it'd be cool if they had- I I, I like that they've maybe just got um, general inputs and outputs. So, it might have, yeah, a a knob that you can turn up or down. It might have um, a button. And then it might have outputs of like sound or fucking water or, you know- What's the dumplings? What's the difference, I don't know. What's like, the difference between just-
1: <laughs> water and fucking water? <laughs> is it water for fucking it? <laughs> uh,
0: it depends if it's pre fucked water or or yeah, water that is destined <laughs> to be fucked in. Uh, they need to go in different directions. <laughs> um, but uh, but I like that idea that the that the game figures it out that like oh, you've got a button on this thing and you've got an output. So when you hit that button, whatever is. Then <laughs> you know whatever output you put on there just just turns on, uh, and so you can create sort of semi-functional devices. And I love the idea that you yeah you manage to create something that's got a button on it and it's got seven different water outputs, and you hit that button it makes a sprinkler right. But you yeah it doesn't do anything. I kind no of like the idea that, that if it's if just, we had
1: you know sort of some internal logic, kind of like the systems based thing based off of rules that you know you could actually create if you if you actually kind of knew the rules. You could end up creating like and or and NAND gates and basically create your own little logic logic um, right. or something like that. Yeah, um, I think that could be kind of cool. I feel like we're going in a slightly
0: different direction there, but I do like that as well. That you can actually yeah. then wire things up, and, and yeah, whether it's whether it's very basic, you know, that 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 it's literally yeah, like on-off transistor sort of pieces that you can put on there and then inputs and outputs, but. Um, but, the, yeah, you could build this massive thing that, <laughs> like, takes up the entire it's a calculator. And, but It's a calculator. But it's a calculator, yeah.
1: <laughs> That's also free to one click. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, interesting. Decade. upbringing. Oh, cool. This is like a one of those kind
1: of montage sort of, sort of stories. Yeah, something said over multiple decades, right? So, I'm wondering whether we should add our little wrinkle of something from the previous game that has to actually come into this. And therefore, I'm thinking calculator.
0: Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Continuous, continuous click pitch, I yep. think is what we call that one.
1: Calculator.
0: So, calculator. All right. Maybe you play- So, a calculator used to be a person, right? As in, it used to be a job. It used to be a job, okay. right? Yeah. Like, did you no. see that movie Hidden Figures? It was about women who worked for NASA and and performed all the calculations for like oh, the cool. orbits and this sort of thing, like literally on paper. And yeah, so anyway, I That's was just, just hurting thought, my like, head. That could be an interesting <laughs> thing.
1: That-
0: <laughs> yeah, like seriously, like this was they they had to do it all on paper. But uh something, yeah, like there's. Uh, I think maybe I'm mostly yep. thinking of computer, right? Like I, the the word computer comes from the job of someone who whose whose work it was to compute. Um, yep. So it could be a similar thing. And because we're doing over decades, I'm wondering if that's an interesting story to well, tell.
1: F- being that it's over decades, I was thinking it's sort of like there's sort of multiple characters that you play in this game, but um it's set over like it's in this one family and it's sort of like the teenage year decade so each each character that of of the family that of you sort of play the, right. you play like their their formative years yep. of, of like the of like the teenage okay thing yeah. and you're just sort of seeing you know each each time you go go to a new character it sort of skips forward another 10 years so you go sort of like the 1930s yep. then the 1950s then the you know 1970s then the 1990s and I like the idea that it each one ends when they
0: like meet yep. their soulmate, and and th- and then you find out more about those previous characters' story, obviously through then you're playing either their kid or someone in in sort of the next generation,
1: yeah, in their teenage, and year. you can sort of see, oh look, this friend that I saw. Ages ago is now like their boss, and you know they're no longer friends. And
0: yeah, exactly. You 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 make you make all the connect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's very much environmental storytelling in a way of just you know show not tell. You just say, oh, you know they were friends. I wonder what happened there. Maybe you can you can have a conversation about it. Yeah, and get a bit more of the tell, like the details. Uh, but in some cases, yeah, it might just be you just see, you know, the general brush strokes of what those relationships are now, but the gameplay that you're focusing on is like mm. this character's teenage years. I like that a lot. So maybe not maybe not meeting their soulmate, because that's sort of saying everyone's gonna In meet In their, their teenage years. But but meet maybe a, an important point. Which it, it, it I think it's kinda of funny because I mean, you yeah, didn't meet like, your
1: soulmate until or oh, <laughs> what,
0: eight years ago? Eight years ago. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, and I am much more than eight years from my teens. Yes. So you are
1: twenty nine.
0: <laughs> Eighteen years. Yeah. Yeah. I'm twenty nine. Exactly. So far. No. I really like this. I really like this. So do we want to dig into the at least the types? We maybe you know don't go with full full details, or we'll be here. We'll, we'll spend the rest of the episode yeah, on yeah. this on this game, but. At least sort of the general time frame okay, and so I, types
1: I reckon, of types of characters I reckon we go through three different decades. Just to just to sort of um keep it yep. sort of um, nice and easy. I'm thinking like um you've probably got the the nineteen fifties, the nineteen seventies and the nineteen nineties. Um I think they're a they're a nice sort of
0: Yeah, let's I I think- I think I like the- we'll do the 50s, we'll do the 70s, but then let's jump a bit further and do, like, the 2000s, just because then- then you get a bit more of an age gap, like, not the same age gap. So, I'm thinking, like, the first time you jump, yeah, like,
1: 20 years. Because it's- 59 to 71 or whatever. So, it's, like, 12 years or whatever.
0: Well, but it depends- well, it depends on the relationship that we're creating between- because if we I think at least one of them should probably just be like the kid of yeah. the previous character. So that needs to be more than twelve years. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean like depending on. depends on, on, on what we're we, we depending, depending on what you So maybe
1: maybe the first one's like fifty yeah. fifty one to fifty five, sort of even though we're talking a decade but we're just talking the fifties in general. It doesn't have to go for ten years. It can just be sort of like the the later teenagers.
0: Oh, I think we're talking differently. So yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I think we're talking about different things. I'm talking about the time in between- Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the jump to the next character. You're talking about Yeah, but I'm also talking character.
1: about, like, if you finished in 55 and 71, it would be fine because that's 15, 15 years later and right, they right, could right, have right, easily right. had yes. a kid in yeah. that time. And yeah, that's it. And they could be old enough for that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, I, I don't think you need to do, like, the entirety of the teens um, for each character. I think it's just- you 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 play a certain time. Yeah, you play I a mean, you could even just play life. like a, a few, summer. probably, probably it over it the could course just be of like a, few years.
1: A, a single summer. Yeah, for exactly. There's, um, you know, something that that happens that is important to the story, that happens over three time periods. Yeah, yes. Okay, so what is this story? I, I right. like the idea that it's it's about you know sort of like a storytelling telling how people calculated things bringing that calculator back in.
0: Well, I think, yeah, 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 exactly. So what I was thinking is the first character is maybe a woman who is a a computer a calculator, right like that that's the um, the job she has mm-hmm. um, because particularly during the war, and obviously we're, we're a little bit after that, but um, that was a huge mm-hmm. thing that women did. Um, was calculating all that stuff, so I think maybe we um have her have her do that job
1: yep, I like that. I do like the idea of it of it showing showing um you know three generations of this family, all teenage girls, yeah yep whether the the first one is like nineteen or something like that, and you know then the next one can be you know sort of fifteen sixteen maybe showing, like, the, the differences in in their jobs and how they calculated things and...
0: Yeah, well, look, I especially... So, I, I like the idea then, yeah, that the first woman is... She's a calculator, she's a computer, but she's also a computer programmer. Like, you see a bit of that period... Because I'm just sort of looking at the timing of it. it, it it's sort of
1: as, as electronic computers are coming yep, so into... Yeah, so mainframes and all that sort of stuff. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, 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 exactly.
1: Big ticker take computers. Oh,
0: absolutely. It's punch cards and stuff. Like,
1: oh, I'm imagining, you know, you see, as, as it goes from one to the next, you sort of see this punch card. Just, and, you know, all of a sudden, you know, she pulls out this punch card and she goes, Yeah, the computer program's finally done. And it moves forward like 20 years or whatever. And then, then, um, you literally see a kid, you know, using a hole punch on this on this punch card, just sort of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah, like just destroying it after all this work that y- you yourself has, have put into it is like, yeah, that was old technology. This is the new technology, and now it's sort of like it's computer program sort of thing. And
0: well, let's think. I wonder because I uh, what are they using? In- so if we're going from. Let's say, yeah, let's say that this, this first woman was, she was a human computer and, and she got, um, she started getting into actual computer programming. And so, yeah, she's doing all these punch, punch cards and stuff. Um, so I'm thinking, yeah, like early to late, early yep. to mid 50s, um, probably. And then, and that's her as sort of a late mm-hmm. teen. And then, yeah, we jump to, semis. Maybe yep. twenty, yeah, maybe twenty years later, twenty odd years later, and she's got yeah, like a seventeen-year-old
1: daughter going for for like well, I'm picturing because my mum in the late seventies she got sort of pushed into like the bank and that sort of stuff. I'm seeing that she, that it could okay, now be yeah. going to the bank and like they're just introducing the new computers in there.
0: Well, and I li- I, I like yeah, and I like this idea of really showing women. In technology like that and, yeah, in the different periods, the different sorts of things they struggled against and also the achievements yep. that they made. Because uh, I guarantee you there were some important women in the <laughs> 70s and, and early 80s, like, doing things that were forgotten. Oh,
1: especially when you're looking to- on, on computers. All the things that you know and love today about computers, if it weren't for the women in technology, all this shit wouldn't be with us. <laughs> like, Wi-Fi and-
0: there is a woman. There is a woman in the. When when did she do this? She was an astronomer in like the the first half of the twentieth century, and her name is Annie Jump Cannon. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's literally the most her, awesome bo- her name. Birth name. <laughs> She's an astronomer. <laughs> How cool is that? Annie Jump Cannon. Annie Jump Cannon. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And so. Yeah, and then it's this, and, and so look, we don't have to keep it to the teens, obviously. No, no, no. Uh, I think we, we sort follow sort the of second into, woman um, into her like
1: early twenties, yeah, where she's now like she went into work with her mum, I think, because her mum's still a computer programmer, but working for the banks now. So she's sort of following in her footsteps. But I'm picturing like this horrible boss. Well, or I sort wonder if
0: I wonder if. It'd be more interesting and pro- and potentially realistic if actually the mother kind of got pushed out of computing, uh, um, as it be- as it did become more of a male dominated uh, industry. That, a male dominated industry, exactly. And so that's what you yeah. have conversations around. as she's still helping her out and stuff. Yeah, she's obviously somewhat out of out of date with modern modern things, which you know the daughter finds really funny. But, yeah, like... Mom, we don't use punch cards anymore. <laughs> 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 yeah, exactly. God, we use this new language called COBOL. It's amazing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> COBOL's probably even older than that. Probably, but it's, it's like, oh, COBOL's all the rage still. Like, all these mainframes, they're going to be around for years. <laughs> 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 yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, so... Oh no! There you go. Nine fifty nine for what? Cobol. Cobol. For Cobol. So actually, it's probably more more than others. Uh...
1: You still using Cobol? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
0: All right. And then I like the idea of. So that's in the late seventies to early eighties, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, which you know is really a big moment in the computing, you know, home computing revolution and and, and just general. Business computing and that sort of thing as well. Um, So, that could be really interesting. And then, yeah, we jump another 20-odd years. To the early 2000s. To, like, the turn of the century. Um, Yeah. I
1: think it's actually 1999 to 2000. Because you've got
0: Y2K. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And I wonder, though, if we go a younger girl, like, 13 or 14, just to, like, show a different sort of age of- but but what I've what I love treated, is like she's super you know she comes from this now two time uh, uh, line of of computer programmers and she's super interested in in technology and stuff but now we're seeing you know how how early it starts of of her being pushed out and um, looked down on and that sort of thing yeah
1: um, what what I kind of love is that you can have sort of like in the in the 1950s and the 1970s you can have something ref, reference to the to the um two character date thing just sort of <laughs> yeah. not even really calling it out but it's like if you if you look closely enough you'll actually see
0: no i i think you do i think you literally have have <laughs> maybe you have the uh the the old the like the oldest one the first one make the decision to only store dates in two
1: digits Or oh, she wants she wants to
0: <laughs> in in banking systems what or what, what I
1: kind of like is that she actually wants to do four digits but she gets told by a man that she's not allowed to
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah she warns them she wants <laughs> she warns them against
0: doing it in you know in two digits she's like in sixty years or in where, where we're we at yeah in forty years like this is going to completely break. And they're like, there's no way that anybody's still going to be writing stuff in COBOL and and using these systems in 40 years. You're you're
1: crazy. <laughs> now, make that punch card. Here's a, here's a whole punch.
0: <laughs> I love that. Um, that's a really interesting space to explore narratively. mm mm-hmm. uh, And you can do some really cool stuff. And, yeah, I love that. And just being able to have those callbacks because I feel like each- like each section can be, you know, relatively long. You 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 follow. You know, I don't even know what type of game we're making this. I assume sort of a a generally dialogue based, adventury sort yeah. of
1: thing. I, I, I just I just default to that gameplay. Really, <laughs> it's almost. Uh, I default to that now. It's sort of like an interactive fiction.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's uh, let's click again. Yeah, I love it. Very cool. That's <laughs> awesome. Enemy, miss. Y2K.
0: <laughs> oh, right. Okay. I forgot the were. Yep. Continuous. Okay.
1: Y2K miss enemy. So, is this something- To do with targeting systems that- Yeah. That yeah. It, exactly. It, it's in an alternate universe in which Y2K totally fucked up everything. And um therefore, it causes all targeting systems to, to miss. So, there's actually like- a new position, sort of like um, on on like a naval vessel or something like that, in which you've actually got a a manual spotter who has to who has to check. Well, maybe I was actually thinking. I wonder if this
0: is more of just the the narrative kickoff to to some sort of apocalyptic kind of situation, or at least um, maybe not worldwide, but okay, it's that, kind of like the, end, there's of the one, end of the Cold like there's, War. there's just one. Like there's one missile targeting system that they just forgot to update.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it's during like the Cold War or something, like the, the end of the second. No, I Cold think it's War. like
0: I think it's like tomorrow. I think Trump hits the button and And because they the, never updated the computer this- the computer was to life, it goes, all right, calculating the fucking ICBM with the nuclear warhead on it. Uh what year is it? Okay, it's nineteen nineteen. <laughs> that means the earth rotation is like is in this particular thing, so here's where I need to aim.
1: And it hits like <laughs> in the middle of like some populated area like, of the United States or yes, something like that. Exactly. They blow he blows up his own country. And then it's then it jumps forward, you know, ten years and it's it's now you know dealing with and the And Somehow fallout he's from still
0: it. president.
1: He's now president
0: over this nuclear radiated section of the United Please States. Go. The rest of the country has seceded su- from him. He's just, he's like, <laughs> he's just running this wasteland of mutants. <laughs> <laughs> no. He calls it like trump America or something. <laughs>
1: oh, God.
0: <laughs> but you don't play as him. You like, you play as, as people on the... On the outskirts of yeah, this, you like, still, the Yeah, but you still
1: hear the, the words drain the swamp, you know, and all this sort of stuff. That he's, he's- Now it's a literal nuclear swamp. Yeah, and build a wall, but it's a build a wall around this, around this compound so that um, yeah, <laughs> so that the mutants can't attack. <laughs> so, I think,
0: all right, which coast? Which coast does it go on?
1: Look, I think too many times in all these films, stuff keeps on happening to the west coast. You know, sort of like yep. San Andreas and Dante's Peak and all this sort of stuff. So, I think we're just going to- ha- we're going to have to hit the East Coast.
0: All right. So, it it hits the East Coast and and basically creates a segment of the country that is just- Yeah, like, not uninhabitable. You, you know entirely. what I kind of
1: would actually happen? Like, mm. he'd hit the button and- You know the the missile will go all the way around the world and hit like Washington or something like that. So it's basically hit exactly where he was.
0: (laughs) No, it hits exactly where he should be, but he was off playing golf, so he doesn't die. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he was off. He was down in Florida. It hits Washington. The whole like eastern seaboard is irradiated. Yep, is irradiated. Like there is this huge chunk. And I think it's I think it ends up cover like the fallout covers, and I'm just looking at a map because I don't know enough about you know the country. But it's like half of Pennsylvania, it's like both the, it's, it's all the Virginias, it's halfway through Kentucky, it's all the way down to both Cal- both Carolinas. Like there's this whole just
1: chunk. And Can we just say now the next- that the McElroys? weren't in West Virginia at the time. They were on tour. They got out in LA. So
0: actually, interestingly <laughs> enough, they were they were there. The nuclear radiation has now merged them into a single being. <laughs> um, but they're still they 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 then got out. They're still podcasting. Uh, <laughs> their dad has to like wheel them around in a custom made wheelchair. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> But then I think, yeah, then I think what happens is like, because, because like the entire government is wiped out by this, Trump's the only one, only one left. And so he seizes power because he's never going to give up that fucking presidency. No. He's still got so many supporters that he's, he manages to, to keep that going. And so the rest of the country is just like, what the fuck? They, they, yeah, they basically cordon off that whole area. And and forcibly, you know, push them out of the United States. Uh, I think we're, yeah, I think we're, like, 10 years on. Canada and Mexico have now, like, it's all one country. Canada, United States, Mexico. Because
1: they're all against this common enemy. In fact, you know what? I reckon it goes even further than that. Like, the rest of the world, because of this thing that's actually happened, has achieved world peace. Except for this one <laughs> little section.
0: Except for Trump America. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But he's still managing to cause, cause trouble. Yeah. He's still getting away with shit. Yeah. I love it. I love (laughs) it. All right. So what's the game?
1: What are we, well, what are we playing as? I I think this is kind of like the start of, of like a Call of Duty sort of game. Okay. Um, but with a little bit more stealth. So you've got to like, Uh um, you know, set yourself up as, as like a, um, you know, or dress yourself Ooh. up as a mutant sort of thing.
0: Yeah, so so I went to just because you said stealth. I actually went to a, a kind of like a, a Shadow of Mordor esque feeling of infiltrating this irradiated, you know, shit shithole Ooh. of the country. And you got like um, the- modern, obviously, and modern, you got like right? the generals and, so still- and
1: that sort of stuff, and and like the mutants who who are in power. Yeah, I don't. Sort I like do
0: necessarily. <laughs> yeah, we could we could pull in the nemesis system. I don't. I was more just thinking that that general tone of sneaking around, but of course, like you've got guns and shit. Yeah. Like it's modern, um, and and I, but still making that choice of like, okay, I can do some close combat here. I can do a stealth kill. I can like, um, you know, take a uh, use a sniper rifle to pick off people from afar. Um, to try to do it without, but but it's but it's action based. Yeah. It's um, you've you've the moment-to-moment choices are oh, I can I can get away and I can hide over here and then I can come back and sneak and kill that guy, you know. Um, yeah, I like that. Like, yeah, I guess a little, even just a little Assassin's Creed-ish sort of thing. But I feel like that hasn't been done a ton in like modern style.
1: No, no, it's all being done in you know medieval and like fantasy. Yeah, I mean, the only so, yeah, thing that, that sort of comes that- close is is sort of like your Batman arkham games yeah but even then you know it's still you know it's heavily melee based instead of
0: yeah i think this is 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 more balanced
1: between between gunplay i think you've got a a
0: solid third person um cover based gun you know gunplay gameplay but the
1: pc version you've got the option to go first person (laughs) i mean why not (laughs) kind of like the grand theft auto 5 (laughs) yeah (laughs) so
0: Yeah, I, I like that. And then, yeah, you're basically is the whole is the whole goal to assassinate Trump then? And I'm just picturing him as this like mutated beast now. He's like gone full on fucking Fury Road. What's the <laughs> the big um the guy with the mask and stuff? I can't remember. Anyway. Yeah. I can't remember. Everyone knows. Everyone everyone knows who I'm talking yep. about. Hoarding water and. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, <laughs> I think I uh, because we're releasing this episode, I can probably not enter the United States until Trump has been impeached. But
1: <laughs> it's going to happen. Um, okay. Just one final takeaway. Um, you know, everyone always talks about his, his tiny hands. They're now just a little bit bigger. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now he has huge hands. He actually went the whole opposite the way. He stuck his hands in nuclear waste, specifically- trying trying to get them bigger. And it worked, except not in the way he hoped. They didn't grow. He just grew a ton of extra fingers.
1: <laughs> <It was like laughs> He's just thirty fifteen like fingers. fingers on one hand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the fingers have fingers. Alright. <laughs> Three <to> one click. <laughs> Branch. Selection. You can choose what from the previous game that we we bring forward.
0: Oh yeah. Um, stealth. Ooh. This is a stealth bonsai
1: game. (laughs) (laughs) It's someone else's bonsai. It's it's someone else's bonsai. (laughs) And they're doing a bad job. (laughs) Yeah, you're just like
0: this totally, like anal about bonsai kind of person <laughs> and he's just he's just uh, l- letting it
1: grow and <laughs> and you can see like oh god he's doing it wrong <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what's the gameplay
0: of this because i don't know how slow do bonsai grow fairly fairly like I, i'm, slow, I'm right? picturing I mean, how, often- how often do you have to prune, prune a bonsai
1: I'm picturing that if, if you're trying to shape it and all that sort of stuff, you know, you've got to spend quite a bit of time. And I'm picturing that with this guy, you've only got a small... You can't have a massive change happen in one day. Otherwise, he's going to notice that um, the bonsai has completely yeah. changed. I kind of like the idea that you're just stealthily coming in and coming up with different different reasons as to why, as to why you're, you know, entering his greenhouse just to, to make modifications to his bonsai.
0: Well, I think it's just maybe in his house. Like, uh, because otherwise, yeah, you're literally trying to find ways into a very specific place. But uh, I'm just trying to figure out the sort of gameplay loop here. Is it literally, all right, I've got another- I've got a mission. It's been two months since I made that last cut, those last few cuts- Oh, I need to get in there because I know, I fucking know he's letting that thing grow <laughs> in the wrong way. And so, each mission, like, starts with you coming up with an excuse and maybe you even get to choose from a few of, like, getting over there. And then
1: it's like a Hitman-esque do things to distract them so you
0: can make these different cuts to the tree.
1: You go to the bathroom and you, you like, get a roll of toilet paper and just shove it down into the into the toilet and- Flush, yep. flush the toilet, and you go. Oh, something's happened to your toilet; it's all backed up. He goes, <laughs> yep. he goes away to have a look, and you you quickly get out, and you are like you're doing your cuts and shit.
0: And then it goes into a, like a literal like close up view of you, and you can choose which cuts to make. And over the period of this game, the bonsai will grow procedurally in different
1: ways. Yeah, systems based based off based off your cuts. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking that kind of like a um. Sort of like a rear window, sort of thing that you, you know, you can sort of look across and see when he, when he sort of leaves and that sort (laughs) of stuff. And then you,
0: yeah, okay. I like that. I like that you were in the apartment across. Yeah. Um, across the bit. And that's, that's even how do you know that? I I feel like you're not a good friend of them.
1: No. You, you, you see that he brings home this bonsai. You're like a
0: colleague or something. Oh, okay. Oh, well, I like this idea then that. Yes, the gameplay is finding what finding reasons to sneak in and cut this bonsai, but the meta narrative is like your relationship with this man, yeah, and and a friendship that grows up over time.
1: But I like the idea. That could be that- actually
0: that's a really good like metaphor as well.
1: Yeah, I do like the idea that at first, you know, you are getting in there to try and sneak in, but you you end up spending so much time with him. That you end up being, being friends, but you also can't tell him that he's shit at cutting his bonsai. <laughs> oh, yeah. You have to keep doing it. And as it goes on, it keeps
0: calling back. He's like, oh, this bonsai is growing so well. I'd just- I'd barely even do anything. And, then, like, it just- it's shaping up so perfectly. <laughs> and you have to, like- you get a dialogue tree come up and you have to resist pressing the button. That it ends the game
1: if you, like, fuck up the friendship by saying, <laughs> It's me, you motherfucker. <laughs> um, you're useless. I, I'm just imagining that he goes off, you know, um li- leaves in the middle of the night very early on in the game. And he's got, like, you know, a rolled up carpet and all this sort of stuff. So, it's sort of like you're wondering whether it's, you know, some sort of murder thing that's going on. And, you know, you sneak in there and you see the bonsai. And it's like, oh, it, it just- it just doesn't look- It doesn't look like it's been cared for enough. And so, you go over and you do a little few cuts to it. And that's when you, when you start getting this idea to, to keep on coming back and, and cutting the bonsai.
0: Oh, so, you, there's a different reason you're in there in the first- yeah.
1: Like, for the first few cuts. Yeah. You think you think this guy is actually a murderer. It turns out that- um, Well, it turns out that he actually is, but you don't realize that. Okay. <laughs> You've become a Are friend. Are you like a cop? Are you, like, a
0: cop or something? Like, you're doing a your job in some way. Yeah. Um, and, like, yes, you've noticed this, off, uh, you know, in your off time, but it's raised your suspicions enough that you'd literally, like, go a bit rogue, break into their house. Yeah. Discover very quickly that, oh, it was completely innocent, and then it's like, oh, wait a sec, that fucking bonsai. Oh, I just got to give it a little trip. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and I think as soon as, as soon as you see the bonsai, you sort of- It does a flashback to when you were a kid and you always wanted a bonsai and you did, like- does all this, um, you know, stuff about.
0: Oh, yeah. Like your mum or something had one and wouldn't let you touch yep. it. But you watched it, watched her, you know, take this extreme care with yep. it and, and whilst neglecting you. <laughs> but <laughs> she cared more for that bonsai than she did me. But
1: what I kind of think at the end is like, um, as I was saying before, that it turns out that you, your first instincts were right. He is actually a, a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But now and then you have to make the decision whether to turn him in or not because you're now like he's your best friend.
1: <laughs> I just kinda like the idea that you know you you were so um intrigued with the bonsai that you you didn't notice all the um you know the blood splatter that was actually always there right beside it and all this. No,
0: of no, so- no. I think he's actually really good. I, I think I think what happens is Yeah, you you suspect he's a killer, you go in there, you trim the bonsai, it's like, oh, no, it was just a carpet, like, it's fine. Um, But- and then, you know, you start going back, you're trimming the bonsai, you're becoming friends with them, you become best friends, you're, like, learning all about them, everything's great. There's this really touching moment at the end, the game- you know, near the end, the game's ending- um, And then, like you open
1: a closet door, and it's just full of dead bodies. And then it just cuts to credits. <laughs> I kind of like the idea that one of the bodies, one of the bodies has like a bonsai cutting scissors, like right in his hands. And it turns out that if you touched his bonsai, <laughs> then he goes psycho. <laughs> uh-
0: <laughs> Maybe you do that in like the post credits, because I just uh, like yeah, that it's it's all these people who got caught touching the bonsai <laughs> <like, laughs> and you just never got caught <laughs> but i just love that i just love that that idea of just yeah like the the player's mostly forgotten about this whole idea that he was even a killer like you don't bring it up at yep. all through the whole game and then just yeah open into a gory room full of bodies and then cut to black yeah
1: yeah i love it that's yeah. cool all right so one click. Weather. Antidote. Antidote. And what we're going to bring in from the previous game is scissors. Scissors. Okay.
0: I wonder if we take weather not to be like rain and sunshine
1: and stuff, but to be like, to be weathered. Something that is weathered by time. And what is the antidote to that? Anti-time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay I I kind of like the idea that your character Is like Well For for lack of a better word at the moment A time wizard And what he uses is That's a perfect word for uh, it What he uses is is like I'm thinking a red string That sort of like he strings together Mm -hmm. And then like, he uses his scissors to, to, like, cut the strands of time, to, to sort of be able to, Ooh. um, tie new strands together and all this sort of stuff and be able to, you know, make, make changes to, um, to timelines. I, okay. I love the idea of a time wizard using scissors to cut time. Yep.
0: That's awesome. Mm hmm.
1: Now, does someone steal his time scissors? And, yeah. and because he no longer has control over them, like, his body starts he to He starts weather. weathering. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. So- All right, let's have a think ooh. about how these scissors work from a sort of physical- Not a realistic physical, but like- You just sort of- How how do you handle these scissors? What do you literally do- What movements do you make to alter time? Is it, is it that you can kind of cut out a particular physical area that is then, you know, you give it a push and it goes back through time- <laughs> Just that, um, the
1: just that space. What what I, what I kind of um, like is the idea that you know, you can maybe see there's a cat that's walking along along the street and it gets hit mm-hmm. by a wagon. So what you can do is you can go to go to the part of the timeline. You can cut that out and you can put that something from earlier in the day where it was like you know smelling some roses. You can just sort of extend that part. So it took a little bit longer and the wagon had already passed or something like that. Just you can make little little attachments, That's uh, little interesting. changes. Okay, I, I just had a vision of
0: you can go up to any thing, any person, maybe just any living yep. thing. Because maybe we talk about like the fact that time only exists because we perceive it, and so it's only living things that kind of yeah. You can do this too, and, I, and I'm and I'm picturing this like pull it, like grabbing. Into them or on them, and pulling out this yeah, like either a string or like a like a film tape, like a tape, and and it's like the past day, and then yeah, you can just like snip bits of it and move bits of it,
1: lengthen something out, only that person and then then tie it back together.
0: It's almost like a it's like a timeline in a video editing software or something.
1: You can just slow down this little section just by stretching it out a little bit longer, Mm. and it changes. Mm. You know the. Other things that, that can sort of happen or you
0: can- I, I've been looking like this is maybe another VR one just because I I like the idea of just being able to like physically with your hands like grab something and you grip and pull and just this tape comes out of it. Yeah,
1: but my biggest problem is that the time scissors are going to get stolen. Like, so you're only going to get to do well, that maybe. You the are, first
0: Maybe act. you play the person who stole them. <laughs> Maybe you don't play the wizard. Well maybe you play Maybe the Wizard is the antagonist.
1: I, I'm thinking that you play a time wizard, but it turns out that um many years ago you you stole the time scissors, and now the now the time time wizard who you stole them from is coming back to claim what's rightfully his.
0: Okay, yeah. They found like time um Stanley knife. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I'm I'm thinking he just cuts it with his teeth. You know, he just gets his teeth in there and just-
0: <laughs> He's just so,
1: he, he's so enraged. He
0: finally, like you, you, you left him stranded. You stole his time scissors. You finally got to the point where he can literally just tear through time with his teeth. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. All right, so do these do these scissors let you? travel through time like can you pull in your own tape and that's how you like somehow push your being
1: back through time or or something like I think all you can do is like is like oh I'm just wondering you know I think there's got to be something to do with time and space in, in how they they interact that you can you can travel through time but you can't travel through space so if you travel through time, you travel yeah. through in the exact place that you are or within the yes. same time, you can travel through space, um, but you remain in the same time. So, you've got that sort of different-
0: Oh, uh, right. Okay. How would you- I think maybe you just travel through time. I think, I think that is the limitation. You're stuck in that spot. Yeah. Because I'm just trying to think, like-
1: I'm just I'm, I like just, the idea I'm of just also picturing to that you are like pulling the strand pulling the strand pulling the strand and basically it's moving time forward and you can pull it back I think that if you st- as you start going through and you start seeing you know there's a there's like a building occurring right where you're standing you're like okay go back a bit go back a bit <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. I, what I'm thinking actually is- So, s- similar to like a timeline like in video editing, you can pull out this tape and then you can scrub along it and you get a, like a preview. Like when you touch it, you get a preview of what that person was doing at that time. I think you can only go into the past. Like I think you can only affect the past okay. because this is like- This is their- Yeah, this is kind of their- It's their history. It's okay. their path
1: through time. Okay. And so, I like the idea that you can only travel- th- travel through time going backwards um yeah. but there's only a limited time in which you can go back through like yeah you know a day a week or whatever i do like the idea that as you pull out the the you know time strand from someone you can see mm-hmm. all the stuff in the past is, is got a real solid color all the stuff in the future is is sort of like a a rainbowy sort of thing but you mm-hmm. can also see how long the strand is, you know, and you can sort of gauge how long this person is going, going to be living for. Based on their, like, current Based trajectory. Based on their current tra- trajectory. And it's sort of like it's, it can always change in sort of length and all this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. One day you pull out someone's strand and they die tomorrow. And then you pull out I'm someone like we else. did
0: something very similar to this. Yeah. With the With the knowing when someone would die. Yeah.
1: Um, but I'm thinking that you pull out the next one and it's tomorrow. Then you pull out your own one. Right. And it's tomorrow. And you know that right, something- like some cataclysm. Some cataclysms actually happened and now that's that's what you're you're dealing with. And that's when you find out that the time wizard's literally coming to collect the scissors. Right, right. Okay.
0: Well, and maybe- Okay, so maybe it's a little bit off. Maybe it's- Maybe when someone dies, usually it sort of trails off. But these are all just cut short. And, and oh, so it's literally like- It's literally end. like- Oh, no, I think it's uh, yeah. I think usually they're frayed at the end because that's how people die, right? Uh, or, or if it's a murder, like it's it's less frayed. But the, these are like these are pure straight cuts, and you never see that on from a a death that that actually occurs natural. naturally yeah. within the time stream. So you know that something around time is going to happen, and yeah, it's that this fucking this time wizard is going to like tear apart the time space continuum, and so
1: everybody's time strands are just.
0: Literally snipped.
1: Yeah. Ooh, I kinda That's I kinda cool. like the idea that you come across this seemingly old guy and you pull out his strand and he's got like all these nasty knots that are just continually tied into into like this
0: Oh knotting it. Oh my god
1: is that how he makes younger, you not your time strand? Well, I'm, think- I'm like thinking like has- what he's done is he's he's taken all these other time strands and he's like knotted them together. Oh, connected them connected on connected them onto his own. Oh, I got gotcha. you. And that's gotcha. how he's actually That's how he's lived that long. That's how he's lived that long and you know, you can you can sort of see that in this in this village he's he's literally stolen everyone's everyone's strands. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a cool just little like <laughs> Side thing <laughs> You know what I just thought, thought the name could be And then I realised that it's already a thing <laughs> What? Death Stranding
0: <laughs> It's called Death Stranding There you go We've just made Kojima's Game Over <laughs> I think a lot of people would agree that that would have been a much more interesting and, and ambitious game But yeah, I like it. I have no fucking idea really how the time gameplay would work, but I love the idea of just cutting time strands in VR yeah. and, like, and just, stitching them And just being able to, like, the, the world it out a little
1: that. bit. And, you know, you, you're basically generally helping people out until one day you realize that these people are sort of dying within the next 10 minutes, yeah. I'm thinking.
0: Yeah. Like, I have no idea what the what the moment-to-moment gameplay is, right? Are you altering time every minute? Are you- um like I, is it, I think or is it more i think your sort of narrative thing is it a
1: I'm thinking at at the start your your first act you're sort of you're sort of going through the village and you and you're basically trying to you know help out help out people who have been helping other people and and you know you're just trying to be nice to, to all these people, but at the end of the first act yep. you know you come across like the nicest guy who helped you out on the street early on and you know. He's not looking too good. You, you pull out his strand to have a look and he's going to die in 10 minutes. Yeah. And then, you know, when you pulled out his strand, you know, earlier in the day, it was- um, He was going to be dying, you know, 50 years time or whatever.
0: Right. I, I, I see what you yeah saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, get, I get where we're going narratively. It's more like how this would actually play out and how you would alter things as you play, but- we don't have to figure that out. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of the shit's super cool. Let's click again. Passport. Sofa.
1: What are you going to steal from the previous game? Oh. You keep on forgetting about that tonight. I do. Um, this is a Kojima game. <laughs> <laughs> okay. so we, So we've been given a license to go as fucked up as we want.
0: Yeah, basically. <laughs> so, I'm thinking someone's left their passport in a sofa. Yep. This is like the this is like the narrative kind of push is they're going they're traveling somewhere, they get to the airport, they're like, "Oh, fuck, I don't have my passport." Oh, f- like, "Shit, it slid down the back of the sofa, didn't it?" They go home, sofa's gone because maybe they're like moving and the moving truck's gone and this it's all about, like, tracking down this sofa to get your passport. hmm
1: Now, how do we make this batshit <laughs> and weird? Um, he's traveling to Silent Hill.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe it's just around, like, because he often, um, he does a lot of, like, meta stuff, right? Like, yep. fourth wall breaking kind of things. So I wonder if we if we if we bring some of that into it um the sofa starts talking to the audience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like halfway through the game it's like look down the back of the sofa. Hey, don't put like, your you hand there. To, you try to you try to <laughs> do it in the game. No, no, and it's like it detects that you you have to look down the back of your physical sofa that you'll see <laughs> in real life. <laughs> You somehow there's like a controller down there that's a passport.
1: Oh God, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so I'll I'll tell you where my mind um originally went as soon as you said sofa. Okay. Yeah. Do you remember the movie Bedknobs and Broomsticks? <laughs> yes. So yes. I pictured that, like for some reason, this old sofa that you inherited from you from your grandma, like mm-hmm. um. You find like this, this old sort of weathered passport or something, something like that. But it's of, of basically a country that you've never, you've never known to exist or anything like that. Okay. Yep. I like Um, that. That's cool. And when you ask your grandma about it, she says, come over here and sit on the sofa. And, you know, so you go over and she like starts talking in tongues and all of a sudden, bang, you're transported to this other world. And you find out that, okay. you know, that's where your family actually sort of came from. And then you see Kojima and oh. I'm like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> Not going to say that Well, anymore. no,
0: that's all right. I like that. Like, I can see... Yeah, I, c- I could see Kojima doing something kind of...
1: Kind of messed up like that. Weird I, I, like that. I kind of like the idea that, you know, it turns out that your family is actually from, like, another, another universe or something like that. And... Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think it's maybe like a...
1: Like a future, like
0: a universe that's that's high, like like further along in technology than us. Yeah. So it was one of these situations where, like, that seemed like magic, but it's just technology. You got, but it's
1: technology. It's almost a bit of. Did you see the movie um, Tomorrowland? Uh, no, but I've got it and I was going to look at watching it. Yeah. Very soon. Yeah. And
0: that was basically a, that sort of thing where, like, a bunch of people built this, like, hyper futuristic place. And wouldn't let anyone out. I think that I yeah. can't remember. But but yeah, so I I this is maybe it's it's not even a different it's like it's somewhere on Earth. Yep. It's it's a city on Earth. Um, but it's completely it's kinda of a bit of like um Wakanda as yep. well, like Black Panther. I kinda
1: like the idea that she was she was um like kicked out of there many years ago, which is why she mm. like for for falling in love with, you know, uh, Muggle sort of thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so I like that. This was her passport, and these passports are fi- are literally like the way that you travel to this city. Yeah, kind of like a port key. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's technological. It's it's like a transporter yeah. key sort of thing. Um, it works for the the pack character you're playing because it's like biologically keyed. Yeah. And while her like your grandma's. You know, biosignature is locked out. You can travel. Yep. and you can travel. I kind of like the uh, idea so that's kinda that of she of says,
1: there. I'm not long for this world. I need you to send this message to my sister. And. Okay. Bang. She sends, she sends you there. And basically, you're now looking for your, your family in this, in this world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm really liking this. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I like that. That's really cool.
0: And so, yeah, you find yourself in, I, I think, a very classically futuristic, almost Jetsons, right? Yeah. Like, ut- utopic
1: future. Well, not it's not a future, but I'm like always a utopic thinking city of, with futuristic technology. Atlantean sort of thing, even.
0: Well, I feel like maybe this is where the, like,
1: Atlantean people actually ended up.
0: Yeah, like, it's where that myth came from, is the hidden this hidden city and- like it used to be, maybe it used to be part of Earth or whatever, or or and and they moved it because they had the technology to do that. Yeah. But people assumed it sunk under the sea, and that's why they think it's Atlantis or whatever, right? Like, yeah, you can allude to that. Yeah,
1: I've, I've sort of been looking at um, Bioshock Infinite again recently, and mm. I'm, I'm liking mm-hmm. the idea that you know the reason why you know people have been searching in in the um, in the sea for it, but it turns out that. You know, they're on top of these clouds that are just sort of passing by.
0: I think. I think maybe they're just like I
1: don't know. The, stealth, their technology is self so, technology and that sort of stuff.
0: Yeah, or they're like underground, or they're like on top of a volcano. I don't know. Like they're in some fucking weird place. Yeah, it kind of doesn't matter in, in a way. But yeah, and and and. and um, moving away from what these sorts of games often do, or like what Bioshock particularly did, I think this is actually a very progressive city. Like, part of the reason they just hid away is that the rest of the world was falling too far behind, not just technologically, but like socially. Yep. And, um, it really is this, this utopia kind of place. Um, and whether you find a dark side to that or not, I'm not sure or whether it just, I can't I feel like in this one you maybe don't need it, it's more just the family story. I, I do kinda of uh, like the
1: idea that because because you've got these preconceptions of of you know, your your grandmother was actually, you know, kicked out of there that you you immediately see them as, you know, sort of antagonistic that yeah. that they're sort of like you've just arrived in this town and you know, you basically got got a guard that straight away goes, You're not Atlantean you know, and, and you know, yeah, come I like towards that. you. And so you try to escape sort of thing. So,
0: yeah, you you set up the idea that these people are elitist. And look, in a, in a sense, you can't argue that because why haven't they shared this technology with the rest of the world sort of thing. But I don't know if in this game we, we dig too much into that because I feel like it's more, yeah, you, you it's more that personal thing. You blame them for kicking out your grandmother. But I think you find out that she left by choice because it was like- you know, that that she fell in love with your with your grandpa or something. Yep. And, and it wasn't even that they wouldn't let him live there. It's just they didn't want to. You know,
1: they sort of wanted to be more down to earth, <laughs> perhaps literally. <laughs> he didn't want to leave his parents. <laughs> oh, something, right? Like, yeah, um, you, you come up with some reason. And I kind of like it at the end of the game, kind of like uh, what happened at the end of Black Panther is, you know, maybe- Atlanta shows them shows itself to the rest of the world, realizing that, you know, they need to actually, um, share all their technology with, with the rest of the world and, and not be yeah. so, um, closed off when they, yeah. when they find out just how progressive, you know, maybe this world has actually become.
0: Some people are, yeah, or at least parts of, yeah, that they, yeah, they realize that they've been, you know, somewhat. Cowardly and, and privileged to be able to just hide themselves away and let the rest of the world burn, you know, and fall into this yep. fucking conservative nightmare that we
1: find ourselves. Okay, <laughs> so, so I'm, I'm loving that it's um, you know this granddaughter who's who's going off to to find her great aunt. Yep. So it's a it's a real sort of adventure, sort of story, almost Alice in Wonderland. Ish sort of thing. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah.
0: It would feel that way.
1: Yeah. Particularly with the- You'd have some yeah, allegories just, there because there's, you know, um, a lot of stuff that you can you can do with the Alice in Wonderland characters. For sure. Yeah, you could throw some of that in there. Ooh, I like this a lot. Um, just being being sort of like a, a- almost a social commentary as well as, you know, being somewhat political. <laughs> yeah,
0: and well, look, I think- you, you you definitely would bring some of the, the political stuff into it, but but like I said, I think you really want to focus it on that family story in a lot of ways too. Yeah. And and just kinda key into those those relationships there and and it's like it's about it's about discovering the past of your grandmother and and your great aunt and yeah, that history of and the history of this I I guess like you you end up with the history of this city and these people here. Um, in, in in obviously becomes a big part of it, yep.
1: but I I kind of like the idea that you know the great aunt is actually the twin sister of your of your grandma, so mm. she looks mm. exactly the same, exact same model and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> it just makes you know the actual. Actual actually oh. a lot easier. Right. <laughs> I thought you were saying she was an Android.
0: Exact same model number. It's <laughs> so t- 20, 27 t A F- T800, whatever. <laughs>
1: model 101. <laughs> T-800. It's, it's Arnie. <laughs> uh, uh, um,
0: well, no, I, I think I like the idea of twin sister, but I feel like they'd have to look pretty different because they've got, like, pretty much more advanced medical technology and that sort of thing. <laughs> She's still before. young. She looks like 30 <laughs> years younger. Yeah. <laughs>
1: It's like, yeah, that's- um, but I don't know. I, I think, I think what you could actually have is, is, you know, kind of a action y sort of adventure game. Um, you know, where almost. Yeah,
0: I feel like it's a bit of.
1: Assassin's Creed maybe even. Maybe, maybe yeah, obviously more no, of a. Com-
0: I don't think you've got
1: combat, obviously. Yeah. Um, maybe more of an almost- open world, um, Mass Effect sort of. Walking mm. around, asking questions,
0: yeah, or a bit of a like longest journey or um, dream, dreamfall kind of yep. vibe to it. Where yeah, it's like a, it's a third person advent, um action, action. Well, third person adventure mostly. I think you've got yep. some action stuff, and you can you maybe move. You know, the, the controls are somewhat sort of actiony, but um, it's mostly around the narrative
1: and the the conversations and 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 the visuals. I, right, like I do kind of like to the explore idea. this. Or some future world. I do kind of like the idea that you know one of the one of the first scenes in the game is you doing parkour, like you know you you can sort of do parkour <laughs> yeah. in the world, and that's sort of like the actiony side of things. It's almost just to have some cool traversal yeah. stuff, and then you know yeah the the guards come up and they and they. All they're trying to do is, is literally get you registered so that you can access all these different things, <laughs>
0: right all their services and stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah, by by finding this place, you automatically become a citizen. No, it's like well, they've got they've got future technology. they can tell that you're actually you've got Atlantean DNA, you've just not registered in their system, so they need to they need to get you <laughs> right. yeah, your DNA registered 100 percent. It's just yep. all been a big misunderstanding.
0: It's a big miss, yeah. But and you just get to parkour around this cool future city. Yep. You find some like boots that make you jump higher, and 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 grip gloves, and <laughs> <laughs> you actually make it this full-on traversal-based a- action platformer. <laughs> That'd be cool. It would be a play. Okay. All right. I think we better finish up there. So, if you want to find us online. I don't know how you found this episode, if you haven't already found us online. But anyway, if you want to find more episodes, podchaser.com slash bitstorm is the place to go. The premier place for podcasts on the internet. You'll find everything you want there. We're also part of the 8-Bit Collective. This is a, a group of podcasters and podcasts here in Australia. Lots of gaming podcasts, but also some uh, some other sundry kind of topics. Wrestling, pop culture, movies. Lots of things.
1: Go uh, check that out. Check out their Patreon .net. their Patreon as well. Yeah, throw them some bucks. Throw them some bucks. Us. Throw us some bucks. Yeah. Um, we'd like you to check out the AGPN, the Australasian Gaming Podcast Network, a network of like-minded individuals who just like all things gaming. Uh, check out a whole heap of podcasts. They just um, recently started up a... A Wednesday sort of a collection of, of all the releases for the week. So go check yep. out check out all the other awesome podcasts and other creative means that people are putting out there. Contact, yeah. Check out the Australasian Gaming Podcast Network on Facebook or at AGP Network on Twitter. Finally, we'd like to thank Kurados for the use of the song Mad Defiance off of the album Containment Failure.
0: That's right. So, thank you again for joining us this week on Bitstorm. I'm Ben Slinger.
1: I'm Trevor Scott. And I think
0: we're just about at the end of this punch card. Good junk.